Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better. Hat on, hat on, suit on, looking like the Capitan, giving them all dress like a million bucks, bucks things in its cups. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on, do your thing, big daddy. 
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, one more time. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I do, man. I thank God for it every day. You know, um, my message this morning, man, is real clear. Uh, it's something that's been on me to uh, share. And um, it, it's it's amazing, you know, um, God can do some amazing things for you. But what happens along the way is, and I, and, I, and I don't know that I mean to say but, but the fact that God can do some amazing things for you, there comes adversity along with it every single time. It, 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 it just goes without saying. And I've, uh, I was having a, 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 a fairly, I mean, well, not fairly, but a hugely successful week. I had never seen this type of hatred, uh, before. I, I hadn't seen it. And it was, it's a great trick that the devil does, you know, when, when God is blessing you and giving you some, uh, some, some great opportunities in your life as all of you have gone through. And it is, isn't it amazing how some negative thing crops up and that's what you have to focus on. I, I found out that I don't have to, but you wind up focusing on it and your energy goes over to that to try to deal with it, counteract, wonder why it was happening. You got to make phone calls. What was this about? Blah, 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 blah. And, and it, and it, and it, it, it throws you off the course you are on. The beginning of the week, I was so grateful. I was so amazed. I was really thanking God for opportunity for this brief moment. The enemy slides this, this little factor in there that causes you to, and it requires your attention. You have to pay it attention because you don't know. You're going, wow, man, let, let me see what this could really be. How, how much dirt is this really that they trying to do? And so it requires your attention. But in that attention, you lose your focus on really all the blessings and the good thing that God does for you. The, the enemy has an amazing trick that he does that. And it was, and it was in my head, I got to tell y'all, all week long, man. And I was doing some amazing stuff. I was having such a blessed week, man, in terms of press and PR and where God was taking me. And then when I got back, I was talking with my wife. And then I was talking to a good friend of ours. And they shared something that really helped me out. And they said to me, new level, new devil. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, it's something really simple. But new level, new devil. Every time you go to another level, every time you go a little bit higher, every time God has a blessing in store for you, every time he moves you in position, do you understand that the enemy's job is to make you not see the blessing, make you not be grateful for it, lose your focus and focus on this that I just threw in your way, this stumbling block, this obstacle, this trickery. And man, I was, I was, I got, I just got to tell you, man, I mean, I, it, it was so filled with hatred that I had to, I really spent some time addressing it. I, you know, I got publicists on the phone. I said, what's, what's happening here? Y'all not watching this? Y'all not, what, what, what was, what was this attack? You knew, you didn't know these angles? What, what was, and, and you know, 
Steve, chill. New level, new devil. If you get a promotion on your job, guess what? Somebody ain't happy that you got the promotion. So here come the hate. You don't even, you don't even really know these people. You, you have no idea. Every time you make a decision to make your relationship with your spouse better, Man, this is it. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to do this, man, so me and my girl can go on and have this, or me and my man can go on and have this. Watch what happened. Every single time, here comes the new level, <laughs> the new devil, the trick. You don't need to do that. What you doing that for her? She don't appreciate it. He ain't going to appreciate it. Look over here, man. Look at that right there. Ain't he nothing? You know, he missed. He didn't call you, and he said he was going to. All types of stuff. It just happens all the time. And I was sitting here talking with this friend, really good friend, very spiritual person. And they said, uh, you know something, Steve? You know, I was talking to Jesus and said, I was having this conversation with Christ. And I said, God, for real? You mean to tell me every time that something good happens to me? You mean every time I try to go to the next level? Every time you put me on the next level, you mean to tell me that I got to go through this right here? Are you for real? And then my friend said, Jesus said to her, they did it to me. (laughs) And we just fell out laughing. They did it to me. They did it to him. They did it to him for him to go to the next level. And, you know, I was just I was just going over the whole story about the crucifixion and everything that had to be amazing, man. Of all the hate he had endured, all the prosecuting he had endured, they thought ultimately what we'll do is we'll nail him on a cross and crucify him. And that'll be the end of him. And we'll put him in this tomb and we'll put this big stone up there and that'll be the end of him. But what they did not know was all you was doing was setting the tone for the next level. Because eventually the stone got rolled away and he went and got placed with his father where he was headed to anyway. He ultimately knew that his ultimate goal was to get to his father. So when you when you when you thought you were doing what you were doing to him. And you put him in the tune and you put the big stone up in there and the stone got rolls got rolled away and he went eventually to where he was trying to get to. That story is in place for all of us to remember that when we are going through some things, could it be because we are going to a place? You know, it could be just a place in life. It could be just a a, a different level in life. That's all it has to be. But there's going to be the adversarial challenges that come with it. And those are the moments we must expect, expect, and take them head on and still not lose your focus or appreciation for what God has done for you. So in light of all of that, I'm able to say today that I thank my heavenly father. I really do for all the blessings he's bestowed upon me and all of the haters and all of the liars and all of the backstabbers and all those people. When you get through lying, when you get through stabbing, when you get through gossiping and doing what you do, I'm still going to the next level. I'm still going. You cannot stop what God is 
has in store for you. No one can stop that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? Yeah, I... Again, just again, he done done it again. He done woke us all up, gave us a new opportunity. He done done it again. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that? Mm-hmm. You had nothing to do with this new day. Nothing. You ain't blew no wind. You ain't bought in no tide. You ain't raised no sun. You ain't got rid of the stars. You ain't shined the moon. You ain't nothing. He done done it again. Man, that's all God. Somebody uh got into my DMs and they and my, you know, I don't check them, but but people check them. And they said that somebody said they're an atheist and they don't enjoy listening to the show when I talk about something that doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. I have no idea what you mean by that. I have no idea what you insinuating. <laughs> I just told you he'd have done it again. <laughs> that sun, that moon, them stars, that ocean, that tide, them mountains, that cloud, that scenery that he paints every day. He'd have done it again. I don't know who you don't think that is, but I will never stop saying who it is. Now I know that bothers you. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but I don't know what else to tell you. Man, he done done it again. Shirley, it again. Strawberry, <laughs> Carla <Amen>. Pharrell. <laughs> yes, sir. Amen. Thank you, Hallelujah. Lord. He done done it again. Simon Monica. He done it again. <laughs> Junior, Thomas, <laughs> he done it again. Who you think keep doing this? <laughs> but he done done it again. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I don't know who you think done this, yeah. but I the doggone, he'd have done it again. Mm-hmm. That that thing you don't believe in, that keep happening, even though you don't know how to stop it. And you ain't, of course, you've been no help, too. I just want to point that out. <laughs> yeah. 
Boy, what a great day. Junior, uh, anything on your mind today yeah, usually uh, is? Let me, this, this marriage thing. Oh, I this is a need. question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let me ask you something. Do I have to report everywhere I'm going? Yes, sir. Because I'm going to tell you the three scariest words in a marriage is where you going? Yeah. I don't care what I'm dressed like. I can have on tank top shorts and slides. I can't be going for no, They no. want to know Tom, every time. Junior, you, you, Junior, let me give you a little correction. They make the three hardest words. They not. They for no, me right now. No, 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 no. The three hardest words is where you been. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Junior, Junior, don't worry about where you going. You can fix that. It's the where you been. Them three words right there have broke up more homes. <laughs> yeah. oh, let, me fourth, let me add a fourth word on where the blank you be. Yeah. <laughs> That's really that fourth word means the end is near. And as a matter of fact, that fourth word actually means she yeah. already know the answer. See what you gonna say. You're in trouble, Junior. I know. All right. uh, that ain't it. <laughs> no. Coming up next, it is the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. Nephew, what ignorance do you have for us today? This right here is your doors. Your doors. Your doors. Your doors. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Paul, please. Call Virginia Senior. Probably senior. Okay, this is me. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, my name is Mark. I'm actually calling from a uh, company called Doors. Are, are you at Are you at court? Yes, correct. You guys just built that home, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm I, like I said. My name is Mark Stevens. I'm actually calling from a uh, Doors. We're actually the company that uh, supplied the doors that are actually uh, throughout your house. Okay, great. Uh, what are you calling for? Follow up. Uh, no, this isn't a follow-up. Actually, we've uh, got a couple glitches we want to try and get, get straightened out if we could. Uh, well, here's here's the problem, sir. The problem we're having is that the contractor that actually uh, built you all's home yes. uh, has not paid for the doors. You guys have been there two and a half months, and uh, we, we can't seem to get the uh, contractor to come in and pay for the doors. Okay, so you uh, tried to call them. We've tried to call them several times, and, okay. and we have not been able to what get it. What number do you have on them? Because if you don't have a good number, I can give you a number. Because I, I really don't have anything to do with that. In fact, how did you get my number? Well, actually, we had your number on file as as the homeowner, and, and that's pretty much how we had you. But the problem we're facing here, sir, is we've tried to get this guy for the last couple months, and we can't get him. So actually what's, what's going to happen here in the next day or so is we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors. Hold on, wait a second. Do what? We're, we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors in your house, take them off, and bring them back here to the plant until who, we who, get. Who's going to come get all my doors? We we're going to have to get those doors until either we get a contractor or you know we get paid for the doors. Now, what could happen is you could pay for the doors. No, no, no. I already paid for the doors. That's 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 past tense. I've done that. Paid. You're saying paying. That means I got to double back. Well, sir, we haven't been paid, sir, for the doors as well. No, no, no. The contractor was paid for the doors. So that's who pays you. Okay. And and what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, we haven't been paid at all here at Doors. Now, when oh, we oh, oh, okay. Well, at Doors, they should have received a check from my contract. Okay. And, and what I'm explaining to you, sir, is that that hasn't been done. 
I told her, since you have not been paid, you're going to come back and get my door. Now, you said we. Now, who's all this? You and who are they going to come no, to my like, door? Like, here's the problem here. Like no, I said, no, no, there ain't no problem. We're going we gonna to resolve this very peacefully. But who, who is we? Okay, so what's taking place here at my job is they've taken this money out of my check that hasn't been paid for the doors. Oh, yes. I can understand that, but why would they take it out of your check? You did the man hours. You did, you've done your work. Why don't I understand that, sir, but since the company hasn't been paid, the company is taking it out on me, and it's not going to come down on me. So either I'm going to get the doors. Well, you need to quit your job because they need to give you a, uh, not just give you a bonus, but give you some hourly work because bottom line is you're talking about coming to get my doors. No, that's not going to happen. Either we resolve this peacefully as if you pay for it, or I come out and get the doors. And I'm not finna sit in and go back and well, forth. You need to go in and come get these doors. Gas up. And come get these doors, because you're not going to come get I'm not going to send you no money. Okay, sir, then, then, then what we need to do is get a scheduled time where I can come out and get all the oh, doors. Now I'm on your time. I'm sorry? I'm on your time now, so you got you must be paying me now since I'm on your time. What are you talking about? Because uh, well, you're talking about you're going to set up a time with me. That means I have to leave and do what I do to be meet you here to get something that don't belong to you, which is my door. Sir, you don't have to be there at all. Oh, I'm going oh, no, to come here. in and take the front door off, and I'm going to keep keep moving through the house and get all the doors and get them back here to the plant. I don't think you hear yourself. Now, first and foremost, how you when you come to the front door, I'm going to be there waiting on you as you as you... Take it off the latch. I'm going to be on your behind making sure you realize you're going to have to take this door or take this And I'm, think, I'm pretty sure that will be coming to you when you get that first door. Sir, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Let me say this to you. I'm coming to get them doors even if I got to take a whooping because I got to get my money back from the company that they done took from me because your damn contractor did not pay for the damn doors. Hey, you better hey, bring your, your tone down when you talk to me. You talk to a girl. Man, I, I'm going to put this on you. I am not going to allow you to come to my house and take these damn doors, and you ain't coming to get no money. Bottom I'm coming line. to get them doors, and I'm coming to get them today. I need every come on door. now. What time you coming? Because I want to be prepared when you come mess with these doors. Because I, I, I make sure, please, what, what time you coming? Don't, don't worry about when I'm coming. You'll know when I'm there when I take the first door off the hinge. Every door, we going to meet at that door. I'm going to that and tell you what. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you a dollar Whooping. Now take that check. You can make 10 dollars I'm going to take that whooping if that's what it takes, but I got to take these I'll doors. I'll tell you what. I'm going to get my money back, I need man. you to do. Next time, get your damn money. Stop. Get a job that pays you better for this whooping. You're going to get in fed well. I'm not. Listen, sir. I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you about you whooping my You got to go back and forth. That is the end. Bring your over here, take that whooping, and take it on home. I'm take, but I'm bringing them doors, yeah. too. Every door yeah. in that house. You should have been called a contractor. You should have been called a contractor. stealing doors from, door, from, from my damn company. Now I'm telling you what you need to be calling him. He got your I'm money. I'm coming to get every door you got in that Bring house. Bring me that number. I'll tell you what. You know what I'll do? I'll just wait yeah. till you go to work. Bring me the number right week, now. And I'll just come in there and get them doors while your ass is gone. Junior? Oh, wait, wait a second. Now, I just told you you ain't coming to get no doors. I just got you telling you this. Junior, get it from your mama. Bring I'm coming to get them doors, and you know what else I'm coming to do? What? I'm coming to tell you who I am. You Do you know who I am? More so I know who you are, so you walk your up here, I make sure I introduce myself. You want to come get a door, where I come get these doors then, if you're that bad. That ain't, that ain't really who I am. Well, who are you? I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your wife, Faye. Faye! 
That's why she was bringing the damn number. Oh, you gonna get it when I get downstairs. <laughs> oh, brother, you got me. You know, I'm a, I'm a typical Negro. I got one of them red doors. You know, when you get them red doors, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. Paul, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Shut All the right. front door. Hello. <laughs> Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have a very special treat for you, okay? Sultry soul singer. Wait a minute. We forgot one S. Sultry, sexy soul singer Kim. Uh-oh. Kim, yes. I said Kim. K E M. Will be say slim. <laughs> mm, my bad. <laughs> will be our special guest. Yeah, be our special guest. Yes, can't wait for that. We haven't heard from family member Kim in a really long time. But guess what? He has a brand new live album. It's called Anniversary. He's coming to tell us all about it. He's also released his first memoir titled Share My Life, like his mm. song. And uh, that's mm. all coming up. But right now, it is time yeah. to ask our CLO. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaisha in Philly says... I've been married for four years, and my husband is already having an affair. Uh, He was married when I met him, and my mother told me the way I got him is the way I'll lose him. I'm trying to fight for my marriage, though. Am I crazy to try to stay with him? I mean, look, if this is what he's going to do, there's no remorse. You know about it. He ain't stopping. Then what you stay in for. The only way I'm fighting for something, it, it it takes two to tango. Especially in marriage, it takes two to tango. So if the two people got to be willing to work for it, not one. So your bigger question is, are you crazy to fight for it? What you need to find out is he willing to fight for it. See, because if you if he don't want to fight for it, he's going to keep doing what he want to do. You, you, you and some garbage. You know. Okay. Your mama had an interesting point, though. Yeah. And everybody does say that. I mean, that's like, you know, a normal thing to say. Oh, yeah. Um, to, for people, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to Tanya and Raleigh, who writes, My cousin isn't speaking to me because of her boyfriend. She's dating a guy that I went to high school with, and he was in special ed for three years. Well, I told her parents about him by mistake. He acts so much better now. So why is she mad? <laughs> well, mm. see... Uh, okay. I have a career. I have Walk a career. Mm-hmm. And that right there is a trick question coming from the internet. It's a trap. I know who planted that question there. It was planted by the HR at iHeartMedia. I know it's a trap. I know y'all trying to see if I was paying attention in the HR meeting. But I want you to know I listen well. I have no comment on this letter <laughs> at all. I think he's a fine young man. Uh-huh. And everybody uh, get, is allowed to get up and 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 and, and, and get themselves together, and that's all I want to say on it. Now, with that said, yeah. the amount of jokes that I actually have <laughs> that's formulating and mutating in my mind uh-huh. will get us all put up out of here. And I want to thank the Lord for discernment and discretion on this blessed day that I have learned. Just because you can say something, don't mean you should. 
Woo, you, you listen. Come on now. now. Come on. You better go to HR, boy. <laughs> you better. <laughs> when did you learn that? And morning? I just want to say to the iHeartMedia people who tried to trap me with that question from Ain't HR. Nobody tried to trap did, me. Yes, it was. It was all it was. They sent that in. It was from, it was from an iHeart email. <laughs> You're way too suspicious. All right, here we go. Felice in New Orleans says, I ran into my stepdad at a restaurant, and he offered to buy me and my friends a round of drinks. One of my girls commented that he's always in that restaurant, flirting with all kinds of women. Do I tell my mother or tell him to chill out myself? Which one? No. What? See, first of all, your stepdad is in that restaurant, and a friend of yours says he always in there flirting with all types of women. How she know? Hearsay. Hearsay. Speculation, Your Honor. Clear speculation. What? You cannot assume it's flirting if you see him in the restaurant all the time. You in the restaurant. What you in there doing? But you trying to tell me that this girl don't know when her stepdad is? No. No, no, she doesn't because she ain't seen her stepdaddy do nothing. Her girlfriend told her that her stepdaddy's in there all the time flirting with all types of women. So she don't know flirting when she sees it, the friend? It's called speculation. Oh, God. All right. Okay, this man is married to her mother. You are asking someone to draw a conclusion based on something they saw of an interpretation. And that in the court of law is not allowable. Admissible but we're not, we evidence. haven't made it to court yet. That's <laughs> how you don't go to court. You think ahead of time. <laughs> you don't think she should say something to her stepfather? He's married to her mom. Her mom that's her mom. Yeah. What, 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 what is he going to say to her? Him. What is she going to say to him? Yeah. yeah. Hey, stepdad, my girlfriend much. said, yeah, you're in here Speculation. all the time. Once again, Your Honor. Oh, that's not what I'm doing. Whatever, we're not in court. Well, no, I mean, I mean, baby girl, that's not what I'm doing. I come in here because I enjoy the food. Okay. I know people because I'm in here so much and I do speak to people. But I'm not mm-hmm. flirting with anybody. I love your mother. Yeah. And I come home every night. Your mama ain't got no problem with me. Ask her. I may look stupid, but this is I'm just not. A lie she on top needs to of tell life. her dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead and tell Come on over here because I'm telling you what he going to tell her. I believe that part. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Sure. yeah. We believe the lies that he's going to tell. <laughs> for sure. But see, the sad part is you all believe the girlfriend. See, that's y'all's problem. That's why most of y'all's relationships ain't worth a quarter. Listening to them <laughs> damn friends of yours that ain't got nobody. Now, them little folk, miserable little uh, things sitting up in there need somebody to buy their damn self a drink. And now, well, now they don't want nobody else happy. So now here they trying to ruin this marriage. She's speculating. She, well, why is she these, telling it? You don't know you don't know, you don't know her. Single. You, don't, you don't know her. And you don't either. You don't, either. <laughs> you don't know her. But I, I know I know, I know how, how how men get falsely accused of things. And this oh. right here has, I, I don't see him taking women out of here. I ain't seen him at no hotel. He be in here all the time at this restaurant. Talking to all kinds of women. So flirting is okay, is what you're saying. You don't know he flirting. He ain't touching nobody. Yes, Carla. Is it possible that he's flirting? 
it's, it's a possibility. Okay. It is a possibility. A, I just want to know if it's it is a possibility. It is a possibility. It is a possibility. And we see it. But, but, but you, people, people don't get divorced, divorced on possibility. What? No, they don't. We're in they court don't and now we're divorced. <laughs> if this girl go over here and start this mess. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Mind your damn business, because you got plenty of it to do. That's her mom, Steve. It ain't her mom. It's <sighs> who? It's the girl. Y'all, y'all missing the point. The girl that ain't got nothing to do with it bought this information to her girlfriend. That was right. wrong. Yeah. Because she's speculating. She don't but know she, nothing. But she can't unhear it. So she's she concerned about her mother. She ain't okay. saying she All heard right. nothing. <laughs> Wait, stay All right, we got to go. Stay in Listen. Coming up, thank you, CLO, <laughs> I got you, for whatever. Uh, coming up, our very special guest and family member in the building, Kim. Kim, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we got a family member on the show. He's platinum-selling artist. He's a songwriter, producer. He's done something now really special and rare, y'all. And he's going to share it with us today. To commemorate his 20th anniversary on the Motown label, a man who damn near resurrected Motown. I remember when they was boarding it up. He came along, 
with a couple other groups and resurrected the almighty Motown. He has released his first book and his first live album ever. The book is called Share My Life, and the live album is called Anniversary. We're going to find out more about it. But right now, I want to tell you that this man has given me two of the most poignant opening lines of songs I've ever heard. When this man opening line come on, you immediately know what's happening. First one, pray for me. That right there let me know this was a desperate moment. Get geared up. This song is about help. Help me, damn it. Now, pray for me. Second line, favorite opening line of a song I've heard in a long time. I think about the day I got wrapped yeah. around your finger. Yeah. <laughs> Them two lines right there lets yes, me know sir. that this is my blankety-blank dude. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> family member, my dude, the one and only. Put your hands together and show some love for Kim. Yeah. Good Kim. morning, Kim. Kim. Morning. Hey. Kim, what you hey. doing? <laughs> How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm working hard. Working hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Always. Me. Boy, this song right there. <laughs> it get to the core of it. It lets you know this song is an emergency. Oh, get y'all. Man, I got I got a problem, damn. I need some help. We're going straight to the Lord with this one right here. We're so glad to have you back, Kim. Oh, it's been too hey, long. Hey, family. I, hey, man, let's get to this. You've written your first book. It's a memoir, yeah. and the title of it is called Share My Life. And in the book, you you you, chronic, you 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 chronicle your whole journey to becoming a man and how you put everything on the line to pursue your dream. What inspired you to write the mem- memoir? Hey, look, man, great healing and transformation is taking place in my life because people have shared their stories with me, you know, and uh, my hope is that I can do the same with my book. I talk about depression. I talk about homelessness. I talk about addiction. I talk about the Detroit hustle, the grind to get a record deal. Um, you know, it ain't, it's not a self-help book per se, but my hope is that ultimately is that it'll help somebody. But, you know, man, it, it is, though, because when... People like yourselves tell the honest truth. It helps so many people because people need to know about the struggle part of it because most people are caught up in one right now. Yeah. So I think it's admirable, man, that you would expose yourself that way. I I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you for that. And, uh, you know, my my co-author is David Ritz, who... uh, who wrote books with uh, Ray Charles and Marvin Gaye and Lenny Kravitz and Willie Nelson and B.B. King, you know, so so he was a perfect collaborator. And, uh, you know, again, man, I, I just hope that I can I can give back. So much has been given to me, you know, and uh, I know people who followed me think that, uh, you know, they've heard my bits and pieces of my stories over the years, you know, and I, I just, you know, I didn't just show up here, you know, and you know what that is, right? Sometimes you got to <laughs> something to get to something everybody you know so so i just i just want to inspire and encourage and keep giving back because i've been given so much that is true man because so many people they look at other people's success and they say man he just came out of nowhere but no no i don't think you understand how much in the middle of nowhere i actually was Mm -hmm. so you know right you know 
So then, that like, is- I didn't get pregnant until I was 30, 34, 35 years old. You know, um, really? I had been, I had been, and I'm grateful for that because had I had I had gotten a record deal when I was 19, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, 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 Kim, because that 19 year old you would not have handled it right. Boy, <laughs> right. Man, right. That, that's a great moment. Hey, man, listen, uh, your first ever live album is in, it's entitled Anniversary. And you're going over uh, 20 years of, yeah. of, of being on Motime record, and it includes your number one hits like Love Call, I Can't Stop Loving You, Why Would yeah. You Stay, yeah. Nobody, oh. Lie to Me, Stuck on You. Why'd you decide to do a live album at this time? But people have been asking me for a live record for years, you know, and I've always uh-huh. kind of pushed back. I didn't think that, you know, when I think of live records, dude, I think about Earth, Wind, and Fire and Marvin Gaye at the Palladium, you know, and I'm, I, I think 20 years, I've got enough <laughs> enough stature in the game to where I got enough catalogs to make it make sense, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, you uh, do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 You know, and uh, so we recorded it uh, this past fall at the Aretha, formerly Shane Park, in Detroit. Two nights there, brought the band, and we just and we just put it down. You know, so I still want y'all to come to the show, but you, but if you, if, but you now you have the uh, now you have the Kim live experience at your fingertips, literally. Oh man, yeah. that's see you you write about that catalog. See, you can yeah. do a live album because when you said Earth Wind and Fire, you're talking about gratitude. You understand? Yeah. When you mention people like that, you know, Marvin Gaye live at the Palladium. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be phenomenal. Hey, uh, hey Kim, hold on one second, man. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about the tour dates, everybody, where you can get some tickets or where you can find out where it is so you can see this live for yourself. We'll be back more with Kim. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back, and our special guest this morning is family member Kim, uh, producer, Kim. songwriter, uh, soul singer. Uh, he's And he's got a new book out, and the book is called Share My Life. I want everybody in the Steve Harvey Nation to get out to the bookstores, to go on Amazon, to go on Kindle, do whatever you got to do. Uh, book.com, just get it. It's on everything. Go Sam's. Go down there. It's, it's <laughs> everywhere. Title. Perfect yeah. title. Mm-hmm. Share my life. And then, while you at it, let's keep the support alive with the anniversary album, 20 Years of Motown, uh, with yes, this sir. brother and play all the hits. Hey, uh, Kim, now, who you on tour with? Uh, right now, we're on the Soul to Soul tour with... Uh Music Soul Child and uh, and Legacy. You know we uh, we're about to our run. We out here we out here putting it down. You know. Uh, this some so right, going on. You know, yeah. And Legacy is uh, Legacy is just won her first Grammy. Sold out Carnegie Hall. She's uh, you know one of the most important voices of our time. And Music Soul Child, of course. You know that's my dude. He sang at my wedding. So we. You know, we we're coming across the country, putting it down. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. We want to see you at the show. Uh, this weekend, we're in uh, Akron, Chicago, and uh, and Milwaukee. Uh, we got New York dates coming up. Just check at musicbykim.com. Get all the dates. Get your tickets. We'd love to see you out there. Hey, y'all, you heard him. But uh, April 15th, Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Panther. Uh, 21st in Orlando, Florida at the Edition Financial Arena. 
the 22nd in Charlotte at the Bojangles Coliseum. May 5th, Lord have mercy. Dark Constitution Hall, Washington, D.C. Steve Harvey's joint up there, baby. And May 12th, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the Raising Cane River Center Arena. Kim's Share My Life memoir and the live anniversary album are available at musicbykim.com. You can get it all by just going to musicbykim.com and also available for download on all platforms and anywhere books are sold. I heard You're On My Mind by Kim live, and I screamed to the top of my lungs the entire time. (laughs) Y'all know how I feel about that song. You put your foot in it, you're on my mind. Send it to Carla because she's loved that song as much as I as I do since I wrote it. So I wanted I wanted her to have the first listen to it. Thanks for your support. That's that's my joint. That's my favorite cut off the live record. Yeah, for real. That's deep. Well, hey everybody, listen. Go to musicbykim.com. You can get the album and you can get the book, but you can download the book on all platforms wherever books are sold. Ladies and gentlemen, he is our family. He is our friend. But this is a bad man right here. Yes, this boy is. got catalog. If you ain't never seen Kim live, you need to get your ass out there. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this, 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 no, no, for real. This is what the hell music is. Ladies yes, and gentlemen, yes. put your hands together for the one and only Kim. Kim. We love you, Kim. Yes. yes sir. Hey, thank, love you. thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, y'all. Thank you. Y'all have yeah. a good You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, Sister Odell is yes, here. keep me. See? <laughs> My Lord. It's, you know what? I just decided uh, sometimes he don't come in on time, you know. Cicero, uh-huh. you mean? Cicero. 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 The organist. Uh-huh. Uh, the organist. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Cicero is his name. We call him Sissy for short. You know, we get it. it is what it is, you know. Anyway, what's going on? Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Sister Odell. Carly, how you doing, sweetie? I'm good, Sister Odell. Morning. Good. Hey, Mississippi. <laughs> you know, you got one more time with that oversized forehead to just wave at me and I'm speaking uh-huh. to you. Cut your nice. microphone. Cut your microphone on and speak to me. Hi, Sister Odell. Uh-huh. Don't you? That's why I want. I want. That's what I sounded like when I was oh, a little like. younger. I know that was my younger voice. Oh, it's gonna turn on you, baby. Just hang in there. <laughs> Junior, morning, sister Odell. Hey, now, Thomas, how's yes, you? Ma'am. Good morning. I'm good, good. 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 What is we talking about this morning? Well, Sister Odell, we wanted to get your take on this. You know, uh-huh. there's this new um, uh, Freaknik documentary coming out. It's coming uh-huh. out on Hulu. And uh, every person, let's say every person aged 40 to 60 and a few 70-year-olds, um, they're saying they're scared of what might be shown in the yes. documentary. So I have to yes. ask you. Back in the day, did you ever go to Freaknik in the 90s? Did you Were you there to save souls? Of course souls I did. And- I've been saving souls around this country for years. <laughs> I tried saving souls at Woodstock. Oh, I was okay. saving souls at Count Basie concerts. What? I was saving souls at Essence Music Festival. Do you? <laughs> I was saving souls at the BET Awards. I was there with Shook. Came out on stage and threatened everybody. I pulled his fat ass right off to the side and straightened him right on out. Didn't help, though. Got his ass locked up. Wasn't listening. 
You know, I've been to all of these award shows. I've done everything. So, yeah, I've been to Freak Nick. Okay. Been down so, there. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. it got it started getting out of hand, though. You know, it wasn't. Sparted to be for uh, H H H H C B C U's. Uh, it was supposed to be <laughs> for. <laughs> yes, man. You know, well, historical well, universities and colleges for blacks. <laughs> that worked close Dude, enough. That's the H-U-C-B. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, you I just want to go, what, Shirley? No, no, yeah, no. Ask no, me no. something, then you don't let me finish. What, no, what no, no, want? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, Sister Odell. Well, I'm through now because I'd have lost my train of thought. <laughs> what just, I was going to ask you, since uh-huh. you were down there, are they going to feature your segment in the documentary? That's Probably not. Probably not. Why not? You know, because I kept my uh, missionary uniform on the whole time. That ain't what they were doing down there. (laughs) 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 Yes, Carly? Well, you know, the documentary is produced by Luke. Uncle Luke. Luke Campbell and Jermaine Dupree. Do you know Luke? Yeah, I know know Luke. So how do you know know him? Well, I knew his granddaddy, Soup. (laughs) Soup. What what was his name? Campbell Soup. Soup. <laughs> was he wild like his nephew Luke? Yeah, he was crazy. He was always in the kitchen cooking, though. You know, and he was wild. They had women in the kitchen all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's what he, that's how, well, that's how he, he put all the women's names in the soup. That's how he came up with, uh, with Campbell's alphabet soup. He had all the girls' names in the pot. Campbell? Uh huh, that was his name. That was his name, Soup. Soup, baby, soup, 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 baby. That was his granddaddy. I know. I knew Luke was gonna be a wild boy when he was a, when he was a young, and I seen him when he was a child, just running around, always chasing girls and always paying tag, and he never had no pants on. I said, "This boy right here," and he was eleven, just running around with no pants on, no shorts. All right. Okay, well, we'll look out for the documentary and uh, your part in it, Sister Odell, uh, whatever yeah, that I, is. Luke was a wild boy. He was a blessed little child, too. I had no Coming up next, <laughs> we'll have the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is my baby daddy and his teeny bopper. Okay. (laughs) We'll get into that in just a few. Yeah. mm -hmm. Right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Nephew. Now, this right here. Oh, let me see. All that moaning and growing. What is that? Oh, you just, you know, the commitment to stupidity is what this is. Um. You seem parasites. This is this is parasites, but this is this is parasites in the you know what. So what? just 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 Wait, I know huh? I know I know just in just rock. Yeah, just just ride with me, okay? Just ride with me. Uh, we we're just gonna call it. We're just gonna call it parasites right now. Parasites. Okay. Uh, cat dog, if you could. I'm trying to reach a Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah, this is he. Hey, Brian, this is Dr. Uh, Jacob. How are you doing today? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay. Listen, you actually came in uh, maybe like two and a half weeks ago here to my office and got a physical for uh, for life insurance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Everything okay? Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be pretty good. I, I'd like to see if I can get you to come in 
And, um, I, I, you know, everything's going to be fine, but I got a small procedure we'd like to do to actually, uh, you know, right now you're not approved for your life insurance due until this procedure's done. So if you don't mind coming in, we'd li- we'd like to get you uh, taken care of. When can I schedule you to come in? Like uh, maybe uh, tomorrow or the following day? Yeah. Well, uh, what what kind of procedure is it? Well, actually, I don't know if you've heard of it. This is an ochiostromy. Nah, I got something. What, what, what's old? That's got, got something to do with my eyes. What, what, what's that? So it's got something to do with you. What now? That's something to do with my eyes. I ain't heard of it. What's that? No, no. Okiostromy has nothing to do with the eyes. No, nothing at all. We found a little bit of um, parasites in a particular area, and what we want to do is make sure we just remove it completely, and you'll be fine. You'll get your life insurance. You and your family will be great. So can I get you to come in tomorrow or maybe Thursday afternoon? That's fine. What what area I found the parasites in? Actually, one of your testicles has some parasites. So what we're going to do is what's called a... Okiostromy. And okiostromy is actually removing that testicle completely. And then everything will be fine. It's all confined and we'll be able to remove it. You'll be on your way. You'll get your life insurance and everything will be fine, okay? Like I said, can I get can I can I get you to come in tomorrow? What 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 you gotta take my my testicle? Well only one. Only one. And it's not gonna take long, it's a thirty minute procedure. But we wanna get you to come in tomorrow or the next day. Can we get you to what what day are you available? I just want for a routine visit, how, how I got to remove a test? Sir, you know what? Oftentimes when people come in for life insurance, these type of things happen. So we want to get you in and get it out as quickly as possible. Man, nah, man. I'm, I'm waiting for a routine physical, man. Y'all weren't supposed to be checking all this extra stuff, man. I get a parasite man, in my testicle. Y'all going to remove a testicle, man? I'm 25, man. My wife, man, I got no kids, man. We trying to build it. I got to remove a testicle. Let me say this to you, Brian. You're going to be completely fine. You'll be able to create children. You'll be able to live a normal life. You know, you'll just be, um, you won't have all of them, but you'll have enough to create children. You understand? That's boy, That's Nah, man, I can't, nah, I ain't, ain't going, nah, I can't come in for that. Nah. Sir, is there any way I can get you in tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon or, or the Thursday afternoon so we can kind of get this thing taken care of and we can get you moving on your way and the people can get the life insurance papers together and so forth? Nah, man, Man, we ain't rescheduling. Man, I need a second or third opinion on, on that, man. You talking about taking away one of my... Man, we ain't rescheduling nothing, man. I'm going to need to see another doctor, man. It's some... Sir, sir, you can go around the entire city and see several doctors. I'm here to tell you you're just going to be wasting time. I'm going to try to knock this thing out for you. Knock, knock it off. I ain't, agree, I ain't agreed to nothing. This is some... Man, y'all just doing this to get money, man. This is scheduling nothing, man. I need to take a third opinion. This is brutal. Brian, I tell you, if you come in and let me get this thing taken care of, you know, I have you back, you know, big ball and shot calling before it's all over, you know? Hey, what, what, what the f- big ball and shot calling, man? I, I told you, man, I ain't, I ain't going in for none of that, man. I'm supposed to tell my wife, man, this, this ain't cool, man. I ain't going in for that, man. I'm rescheduling, man. You rescheduling? What do you mean you're rescheduling, sir? What we- man, I'm, getting, I'm getting another opinion. I ain't going in for that. Okay, but I'm trying to make you a big baller, shot caller, you know? Man, what the what is your name? Man, you supposed to be a doctor. You even making little jokes, man. You doing a little play on words, man. That ain't even funny, man. I'm calling the insurance party and telling them they give me some doctor, man. Man, you think you're funny. It ain't, it ain't funny, man. You over here making a little joke, man. That ain't funny, man. I'm getting a pain, man. After getting all funny. of the work that we got, the blood work, the urine work, the complete physical, that's when we didn't realize that you had parasites in a particular area. So what we're trying, I'm not, I don't mean, I'm trying to make light of, make humor in it just to make you feel a little bit more comfortable. I apologize. All right? Man, that ain't funny, uh, man. You ain't the one losing no 
Man, that ain't funny, man. If I had a situation, the nurse would have told me then. Y'all ain't tell me nothing, man. He had me thinking I'm all good. Now you telling me I got to come in to remove a testicle, man. We had to run tests on you, sir. We got tests back. Well, you do have the parasites, and what we want to do is make sure we get them completely cleared out. The only way I can clear that out is to remove that testicle. you, man. This some Man, I ain't got no parasites, man. This man, y'all be running all these tests on me, man. I'm going to another doctor, man, because this Man, I ain't got no parasites, man. All these tests, y'all talking about y'all running me, I got to remove a I, that, That's some You over here making jokes. That's how I know you a doctor, man. I ain't got no Man. I'm following my insurance. I'm telling them I ain't dealing with your man because you man. I ain't got no parasites, man. Brian, let me make you understand something clearly here. It's my job as a physician that if the patient doesn't come to me, it's my job to come to you and extract the problem. You're leaning towards me having to come to your home and extract the problem. Man, what you want to come to my house, man? You a I want you want to step with the house, man. Try to test this, man. You a you. I'm going to another doctor, I'm getting another test, and they go, I ain't got no parasites. Sir, you've got the parasites, and you only have 24 hours for me to get I ain't got you. Sir, I have to move on this quickly, Brian, okay? Dude, I'm not going to tell you that again. I ain't got a, I ain't got a parasite, man. I've been my girl three years. She ain't got a, I ain't got a, I ain't got a parasite, man. It's not something that's transmitted. It doesn't come from another another human being. It just develops in one out of every three or four million people. You actually have it, Brian. I got to extract it from you. You try to tell me I'm the one out of three million? Man, you're not going to come through my life like that. I ain't got no parasite, man. Brian, there's something else that you have that I haven't told you about. There's something else I need to tell you. What the I got? You just told me I got parasite? What the Right, you just got pranked. You just got pranked by nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Anika got me to prank phone call you. I be man. So she'll be fine. You know what? I surprise myself sometimes. You know that I do. I boy. Yeah. You know, uh, not surprised us. <laughs> this, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to surprise myself. I'm going to be straight ignorant this weekend. April 15th, uh, that would be Laugh and Love, the Laugh and Love show. Uh, that's Nephew Tommy, Bubba Dub, and then the one and only Life Jennings, okay? Laugh and Love in Bowling Green, Kentucky, all right? At the Sky Pack. That's the Performing Arts Center. Tickets are on sale right now. That's Saturday night, baby. You don't want to miss it, baby. You don't want to miss it, baby, okay? And laying in the cut... At the Keswick, <laughs> the Keswick in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, sounds like Philly to me. It is nephew Tommy and Lou Nail, April the 29th at the Keswick. Two Ray, two Ray is in the building. And, uh, two Ray. Craig McLaren is in the building along with me and Lou Nail at the Keswick. Sound like Philly to me. Lord have mercy. I, I, now that's just ignorant right there. That's April 29th. That's just straight <laughs> ignorant. See, see, April Fools goes all the way through the month, in case y'all didn't uh -huh. know that. It runs deep. And me and Lunell are going to give it to you. Dead in the face. Okay. <laughs> okay We're going to give I'm it to you. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Dead in the face. We're going to hey, give Lunell. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. The subject is my baby daddy and his teeny bopper. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking on Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter, your letter, live on the air, just like we're going to read this one here today. And you never know, it could be yours. So write us. It could be. You did something (laughs) different. Buckle up. (laughs) Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Just for you, nephew. Thank you. Subject, my baby daddy and his teeny bopper. All right. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 37-year-old mother, single mother, and my 12-year-old daughter finally got into the performing arts school on the other side of town. When I say other side of town, you know what I mean. My daughter is thriving at her new school, and she's invited to birthday parties and lake houses and things she's never been exposed to. I'm happy for all of that because she needed to be exposed to the other way of life that I can't give her just yet at as a single mother. The child support from her daddy isn't enough to pay for tuition, so she's on scholarship. Her daddy isn't on board with the school because he said the teachers are racist and those students treat our daughter like she's different because of her hair and skin color. I don't want him to put those racist thoughts in her head, but he's a hood rat and the teeny bopper he's dating is just as hood rich as he is. He drives a big raggedy high-end car and it rattles, but because it's a status car for him, he doesn't care. He's pulled it up to my daughter's school and she doesn't want to get in it. He thinks she's ashamed of him and I think she is. His um, girlfriend came to her dance recital with a tri-colored wig and long nails with diamonds all over them. 
I won't even mention the tiny little dress she had on. My daughter didn't even want to meet her. Uh, this was the first time I saw her classmates, and the parents looked at us like we were different. I'm not with the racist looks at all, but I want my daughter's father to get himself together and be more presentable and choose better women. Whoever he dates will be around our daughter, so that's reason enough for me. Why do grown men like teeny boppers, and why would he bring this heifer to the school? Okay, uh, that might be <laughs> the answer right there. Uh, you, you don't like your ex's girlfriend because she's so much younger and you don't like the way she dresses and all of that. But before we get into that, let me just say this. Uh, racism is real. We do know that. Uh, it exists in the workplace, at the grocery store, at church, everywhere, in school. I'm sure it's in your daughter's school. Uh, it is not a figment of our imagination. Um, but really, this letter isn't about racism. You said your daughter is thriving at this school. You said she has a wonderful social life with her classmates outside of school. She's being exposed to a whole different way of life that you can't give her because you're a single parent. You can't do that yet. Um, you said that if she wasn't at this school, she wouldn't be, you know, ha have the things that she has right now. Okay, I say exposure is everything for kids. And this letter is about your daughter. Um, the problem is daddy. That's the problem. Uh, why would he want to embarrass his baby girl when she's doing so well? Uh, this should only be about your daughter and her education right now. Not daddy and his girlfriend and all of that. I'm happy he's paying child support, but that doesn't give him the right to make a spectacle of himself at school at her recitals and stuff. Uh, her father is not considering the daughter's feelings at all. When he comes to participate in her school activities, he needs to leave girlfriend at home. I mean, I just think there's a time and place for everything and her school activities are not it. I think you still, like I said, put your daughter first in all of this. You need to have a serious talk with your ex and uh, I, I'm just afraid he won't hear you though. I'm afraid of that because he's already already doing what he's going to do. Steve? Well, it ain't that he don't hear her. It's just that the problem with this whole letter is homeboy not going to change. Homeboy don't see nothing wrong. <clears throat> and here's what I want her to remember. Remember you married him. He ain't done that much change. Matter of fact, the problem is he won't change. So this was who you married. Remember that now. Just Let's just keep that in mind. Now, it's not your fault. None of this is your fault. Because I think you're doing an excellent job as a single mother. I really do. I applaud you for exposing your daughter. She finally got into that performing arts school on the other side of town. We know exactly what you mean. And she's thriving at the new school. She gets invited to birthday parties and lake houses and things she's never been exposed to. See, that's important. See, you can forget a name, you can forget a moment, but you can never forget exposure. Exposure is critical in people's lives, young and old, because exposure, you can never forget what you were exposed to. Once you get exposed to the right thing, you don't forget it. The better thing, you don't forget it. The more expensive thing, you never forget it. The better tasting thing, you don't forget it. The better trip, you don't forget it. The better way of life, you don't forget it. When you get exposed to first-class seats on an airplane, you don't forget it. You, it makes it hard to walk past them seats. 
once you get exposed. So what you're doing for your daughter is outstanding. It's exposure. It's going to spark and ignite a flame in her that nobody will be able to put out. And you say you're happy for that because she needed to be exposed to the other life that you can't give her just yet. Well, I beg your pardon, but you are giving it to her. It is because of the base that you have created as a single mother. It is because of the learning environment that you fostered as a single mother has enabled your daughter to thrive and be and be put into these other special programs. So don't downplay your role, sister. Use a bad girl. Congratulations to all single mothers who are doing everything in their power to make their children have a better life. We get back, I'll tell you the rest of it. All right. All right. Hang on. Uh, part two of Steve's Strawberry Letter response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's title, My Baby Daddy and His Teeny Bopper. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, My Baby Daddy and His Teeny Bopper. Yeah, well, this single mother who has done an outstanding job raising this girl. This daughter of hers has been accepted in this uh, performing arts school on the other side of town and is now being exposed to all types of things that she wouldn't going out to lake house parties and getting invited to different things. And she's happy. And the girl is not only happy, she's thriving at the school, doing really well. And uh, she said, and I'm happy for all that because she needed to be exposed to the other way of life that I can't give her just yet as a single mother. But I want to stop you for one second here. And let me talk to you and all other single mothers. Get your head up. Because if it wasn't for you providing the atmosphere for her to thrive, it wasn't for you providing her the atmosphere to qualify to get on the other side of town. If it wasn't for your love and support and sacrifice, your daughter wouldn't be living in an environment that will allow her to excel to even make it to the other side. So first of all, congratulations to you. Now, the child support from her daddy is enough to pay tuition, so she's on scholarship. Her daddy ain't on board with the school because he say the teachers are racist and those students treat our daughters like she's different because of her hair and skin color. Okay, true. Okay. Now that you got that out the way, all this you talking true. Now, okay, now what? Your daughter ain't the first person going to see racism, and this ain't her last time looking at it. And everybody at the school ain't racist. All the teachers ain't racist. Sorry. There may be one up there, you know, but they not. Not all of them. They're inviting your daughter to places. They're accepting her. Now they're looking at her different because her hair and her skin. So, you know how many times that's going to happen? Ask any adult black person. Hmm. How I feel to be the only one in the office. How I feel to be the only one in the department. The only one on the elevator. The only one on the bus, Hyde Field. The only one on the floor, Hyde Field. Because we do it every day. And we've been doing it. Your daughter ain't finna get sheltered and protected from that. Because that's what the other side is. It's more them than us. So, deal with it. Adjust. Welcome to the United States of America. It is what it is. But your daughter's thriving, and she'll be just fine. Now, and I don't want him to put those racist thoughts in her head, but he's a hood rat, and a teeny bop that he's dating is just as hood rich as he is. Well, let's try to remember that you married the hood rat. This was your choice. You made the decision. 
As all of us, we make mistakes in life. Now we're dealing with it. And now he drives a big, raggedy, high-end car that rattles, but because it's a status car for him, he don't care. I had one of them. <laughs> I had one of them. What'd you have? <laughs> don't hate on the ride. I had a 1981 gray market Mercedes that a dude gave to me as part of a deal with a comedy club. It was painted beautiful. It was blue with a cream interior. It had a fire extinguisher under the seat. That's how you know it's gray market. I couldn't get insurance on it because America don't insure gray market cars. Gray market cars mean cars that come from overseas. That's a gray market car. You can't get emissions tests. You can't get none of that on I had a gray market 1981 big body bin. Long. <laughs> couldn't tell me nothing. But it leaked hydraulic fluid. So every morning that I came out, it was flat on the ground. So is that what his car I had to put four quarts of hydraulic fluid in it just to cut it on and get it to raise up so I can drive. So is that what her daddy's car is doing up at the school? Oh, it's rattling. Oh. Now, he drives a big rattling car, so steady, and he don't care. He's pulled up to my daughter's school, and she don't want to get in it. Mm. Oh, hell, here he comes. <laughs> I ain't going over there. He got rims on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loud know. ass music. It's been raised up. It's too much. It's too he got much. 20 folds on it. Oh, here comes daddy. <laughs> right. He thinks she's ashamed of him, and I think she is too. She is. Mm-hmm. She ashamed of the daddy and what he drives. His girlfriend came to her dance recital with a tricolor wig on. Here we go. Here we go. Green, pink, orange, and blonde. <laughs> so now this wig looks like it's neon. You know what? <laughs> I recommend one color. Let's just go with one color. It can be blonde. You could go with burgundy. You can go with auburn. You can pick any color, but just one. Once you try color, it's been to be shocking. It's like the little, it's like the little uh, baby to walk around in at Easter with that neon green Easter dress on, and it just looked like the little dress is walking up in the front by itself. And then uh, the first time I saw her, her classmates and parents looked at us like we was different. Well, you know, come on now, you're in there with the tri-color wig on, long ass nails with diamonds on them, and a little uh, booty shirt, boot, boot, booty dress on. You know how they're going to look at you. It just ain't appropriate for school. Had nothing to do with you being black. It's just an inappropriate outfit to wear up to the school. At home. Whoever he dates will be around our daughter. Why the grown men date teeny boppers? Because he hood rat. You married him? You knew that. All right. You uh, was the best thing he had and he couldn't hang on to. <laughs> Leave so your comment on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast <laughs> on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, it's NBA playoff time, but it's play-in tournament time right now. Uh, last night, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Miami Heat 116-105. to 105. They secured Whoa. the seventh seed. Yeah, they Whoa. got the seventh seed, man. Come on, ATL. Come on, And Hawks. then, then we got another one, Unc. Man, let me tell you, man, the Lakers pulled it off in OT. 
108 to 102 over the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves. Come on, LeBron. They, LeBron. They're not playing, man. These Lakers look dangerous, man. You just don't want to mm-hmm. count them out. I don't want to count them it's out. It's hard to bet against LeBron. It's hard, man. It's, it's really hard. hard man. But he in there. So, you know, they lock up the seventh seed in the West. And uh, we're going to see what happens tonight, man, because we got the Bulls and Raptors tonight and then the Thunders and Pelicans. Now, this play-in tournament, it's too much. <laughs> too much to keep up it's with for you. It's too much. If you, didn't, if you didn't do well in the regular season, it's not our fault. <laughs> yep. You just shouldn't be in the playoff. You ain't win enough games. It's hard to keep up with all of it. Yeah. You know, they trying to make it where more people can have access to the playoffs. But it's the NBA. The NBA is the greatest league of sports that there is to me. I think that the league is set up the greatest. Uh-huh. The doggone, the NBA man is some. That, but then again, I like the way the NFL is set up, too, the NFL. I just don't like the way the treatment of the players in the NFL. Because you can't do that to the basketball. Oh, no, sir. Uh, yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, you're not doing that. Oh, no, sir. You're not doing that. These dudes are stars. They ain't got no helmet on. They You, you know, you know who, they who they are when you see them. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if they had a play-in in the NFL? It'd be too. It'd be too much. Well, you can't do that. It's too, it's too physically demanding of a sport. They having a hard time when they added them extra, that extra, them extra That extra, that one game. From 14 to 16, man, the yeah. boys was They like, having hey. a problem with that? <laughs> Bro. Already. Bro, that's a beating, man. Them, yeah. that, nobody's playing at this point that's not hurt. Well, let me ask you this, huh? This also happened. Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Ravens. Did that mean Lamar Jackson staying? Mm-hmm. He signed with the Ravens one year, $15 million guaranteed. Is Lamar Jackson going to stay in Baltimore? I don't care who you sign. If you don't give me my money, I don't, I don't <laughs> give a damn who you sign. The city is irrelevant. <laughs> you can go sign Barack Obama. <laughs> you don't give me my money. I don't, if I don't get my money, man. I don't know what to tell you. That's his shirt. I'm, th- <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just telling you how Steve on, Jr. <laughs> We'll be back (laughs) with more of this crazy show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where... A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, this is for you. Tanya in Arizona says, I'm a single mom of an 18-year-old son, and he just got his driver's license because he got a girlfriend and was finally ready to drive. I guess he finally wanted to drive, so he'd have somewhere to have sex. He's had sex in my car multiple times and tried to lie about it. He got mad at me when I questioned him and said it's my fault he has sex in the car because I'm too strict to let his girlfriend spend the night in his room. Is this what parents are allowing nowadays? Am I being too strict? Well, that's what dumbass parents is allowing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly One more time, on. Steve. I said that's what dumbass parents is doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. Who co-signing for this ignorant ass mess? Right. right well, they're going to do it anyway. It's better to do it here than they sneaking. No, it's not. No, it's better no. that you don't give consent. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It don't make no sense. Because now when the girl end up pregnant, what you gonna do? Right, right. Now this boy, eighteen, he get to go on off to college and skip to the Lou, my darling. And this little girl sitting here, her whole life forever changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. cause that's what happened. These boys walk off. Now your baby standing there holding the bag, uh, so the baby. To speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's a tough wow. thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so no, it ain't cool. It ain't your fault. Right. And quit letting him use your damn car. See, that's what we do. See, right here? See, we can fix this right now. You having sex in my car, this car takes me to work. This ain't for you to have sex in it. Now, period. You can't use the car. Get your ass an Uber. Yeah, right. And, and don't it. question yeah. yourself, your your parenting. She no, hell no. Know. This ain't is no motor in. Strict. This is a car. Right. You're using right. it as the motor in. That ain't yeah. what this right. is. Right. It's not an right. end. Try to have sex in that Uber and see what happens. Go on and try. Yeah. Yeah. Go on and try. See, I cut. See, see, I see. I cut some of this mess down. Yeah. Okay. You had sex in the car. That's that's four. That's forty-five days. You can't use it. Oh, you had sex in the car again. Okay. That's three months. You can't use Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Period. That's all. Be the parent. Is that what parents is doing? Yeah, that's what they doing. But that's what you need to do. Right. That's right. And then right. his ass come talking about it's your fault. Well, okay. Well, let me, I'm going to help you stop it being my fault. Right. <laughs> Immediately. Right. I, yeah. I think we have time for another one, Steve. This one's from Scent in Monroe. Uh, Scent says, I went to my cousin's bachelor party and some freaky stuff went down with the two dancers I brought. Um, my cousin's fiance has been bothering me to tell her what went down at the party. My cousin hasn't paid me or the girls for doing the party. So I told him, either I get my money or his fiance will find out about the threesome he had after the party. My own relative is doing me dirty. Should I tell on him? Okay. Okay, dog. Dog, 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 you out of line. Dog, you out of line. First of all, it's his bachelor party. Mm -hmm. He ain't supposed to pay for the girls. All y'all dudes is supposed to throw the party for him. See this new stuff. He ain't paid for the girls. 
Now, look, man, y'all set him up to do this here. Now you're going to tell if you don't get no money. What kind of sense do that make? Hey, man. Hey, man. Okay, okay, listen to me. First of all, if you little punk-ass dude don't write in here no more. For advice? For no, that ain't no damn advice. You gonna, if he don't pay me my money, I'm gonna tell, tell my cousin. Man, what kind of mess is that, dog? What kind yeah. of partner? What kind of relative are you? Dog, yeah. that ain't, that ain't, dog, funny. dog, that ain't the deal no kind of way. That's you find weird. some other way to get your money, man. You go to them other dudes that was at the party or something. But damn, dog, you talking about telling the cousin? Man, can you? Hey, man, don't call. I will. Look, I don't like don't little do dudes that on like this. We don't do that on this show. I don't like little dudes like man. Grow up, be a man. That ain't what you do over some damn money. Now you gonna go tell your cousin with your little punk ass? I can't stand little sorry ass dudes, man. This generation right here. Where y'all come from? <laughs> All right, I think we're clear on how you, you feel even, about you it. Said nothing like that when I was growing up, man. Coming up, tell. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) Right after this. After you tell her what you think will happen to you. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, guys, have you ever, think about this, have you ever thought that uh, Drake, the rapper Drake, and Rick Ross look alike? Have you guys Not ever thought that? Drake, okay. Not at all. Rick Ross. Okay, nah. yeah, Drake no and Rick Ross. I know when I see him. I know when I see him. No, I don't All right, so check this out. Rick Ross. <laughs> Twinsies. In, uh, <laughs> Rick Ross was in Jamaica over the weekend, and while he was doing a live Instagram video, two women popped in on his video. He turned to them and asked, do you know my name? And the ladies hesitated and then one of them said I do Drake Rick Ross replied incorrect I'm the big belly rude boy then Ross shouted out Drake in the video by telling him that the people of Jamaica need him there after the video went viral Drake responded on his IG story by calling him and Ross identical twins (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) so so a question again, how could anyone mistake Rick Ross for Drake? What is what is happening? Well, probably in her mind. Uh-huh. Same thing. Hip hop rappers. Yeah. Right. She had a Bahama mama. That's what that was. Yeah. She had a couple of Bahama mamas. She was lit. Oh, oh. Mm. She was in Jamaica. This, this red actually, beers. What's the red striped okay. beers? Red yeah, this actually proves the statement. All black people look alike. Yeah, uh-huh. they proving it. Like they proving it now. Like it. <laughs> they proven Drake? that mm-hmm. all and rappers look alike say. you mean all rappers look alike junior <laughs> all right thank you guys coming up in 33 minutes after the hour we'll do a round of would you rather right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show it is time now for a round of would you rather would you rather fry everything you eat fry everything or would you rather puree everything you eat mm. yeah. puree yeah you know like applesauce yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. applesauce chicken yeah. <laughs> everything baby everything <laughs> wings <laughs> just just lemon pepper applesauce wings no <laughs> My aunt used to put spaghetti in the blender for her, for her baby, for her granddaughter. That's a baby. That's what but they, spaghetti, yeah. though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A baby, Plus, people baby. knew some stuff, don't you? A baby, baby. I'll be all right with that. Yeah. All You're right. going to die if you fry everything, though. 
I know. Yeah, yeah you're going to leave this world where? Yeah, it's pureed. Pureed. Pureed? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We're going to be so But I'm going to sneak off and get some chicken, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather one month, one whole month without deodorant or one whole month uh, without toilet paper? Ew. Oh. God, dog. no, no, don't need the toilet paper. I'm telling you now. I need that paper. No. I got to have that paper. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I'm just going to keep my arms down. I got to have it. Yeah. All right, come on, Steve. We have not heard from you. Yeah. Boo. I tell you right now. What? Right after that first day. Yeah. Without that toilet paper. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. So flies after day three. The flies just going to be buzzing around your butt. Just a steady hum of a pack of flies following you around. Just buzzing. Oh, God, that's nasty. Uh, uh, okay. All right, we're going to move on. Would yeah. you rather... Please move on. <laughs> would you rather catch a Charlie horse during sex, or would you rather just finish too quickly? Which one, Charlie horse or I'd have finish too quickly? I didn't huh? both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't caught a Charlie. Horse. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. caught the Charlie horse and finish quick at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You need to keep Call up. It's a win. It's a win. It's a win. Yeah. Boy, I'm going to send y'all a video of this dude catching a Charlie horse. Boy, it's so funny. Explain to people who may not know what a Charlie horse is. That's that thing, that unexpected thing that you get in the back of your leg or Mm. could be in the toe area. Yes. You can can get it in the toe at the bottom of your paws. Yeah. 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 You're just shoving too hard. You, 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 you're just trying too damn hard now. Yeah. All right, like that, or or you can. All right, up that's that's one. today's Hold round of Would You Rather. Boy, we've learned something today. Uh, we'll be back with our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. We do want to say thank you to our very special guest this morning, the one and only Kim. 
Make yeah. sure you yes. get his live album, Anniversary, and his memoir, Share My Life. And, uh, of course, Steve, before we get to you and before we close the show today, we definitely want to send our prayers out again to our home station, WMJM Magic 101.3. FM in Louisville, Kentucky, in light of the tragic shootings that took place there on Monday. We're praying for you, Louisville. Man. Definitely. Mm. Wow, what a tragedy. It's just, uh, you know, I, this country, and I mentioned this earlier in the week, so this is my remarks again. A friend of mine texted me from Louisville, uh, Charles Alexander, and he said he knew the name, he sent me the name of a guy, a friend of his, who was killed in Louisville. And he said, man, I just don't want another day to go by without telling people that I love, I love them. He said, I love you, Steve. And that was his text. I got that from Charles Alexander yesterday. See, uh, this thing, this gun violence that we have in this country, it affects all of us sooner or later. It just so far hasn't affected the necessary people. And when I say necessary people, I'm talking about the ones who have the ability to make a change. I'm talking to Republicans right now who are constantly upholding the Second Amendment. Now, but what politicians want you to believe is that the other party wants to take your guns from you. That's not what the other party is saying. That's not what these people are saying who are watching their loved ones get gunned down senselessly. What they're saying is we need better laws. We need restraint and restrictions on who and what gun you can purchase. Why is a person allowed to buy an assault rifle when assault rifles are made just for that, for war, to assault. There should not be a citizen who is not in the military owning assault rifle as as a, as a gun. Also, there should be a waiting period for buying guns. Also, there should be a background check for buying guns. But what it really does, it would cost the NRA too much in sales. See, it's not the cost of finding out who should have a gun. It's not the cost of background checks. That's not the cost. The only cost that the NRA is concerned with is their bottom line, how many guns they won't be selling. That's it, period. But we live in a sick nation, man, who allows this to go on continuously over and over and over and over and over again. To the point where, man, I'm tired of watching people have visuals. I'm, 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 I feel so bad for people having to have visuals. I feel so badly for people to having to let balloons go at night and light candles. I'm tired of telling people we're going to pray for your family to have the strength to get through this. When all of this, all of it could be avoided. If we had the courage to change some laws. Now, Republicans understand what's happening. It's all about power, position, and money with these leaders that you have. And since the NRA pays so much money to these people, 
they go to you to get your votes and they mask it with other things. They're trying to take our guns. We have the right to protect our family and our homes. Ain't nobody saying you don't. Ain't nobody saying you shouldn't. And everybody they saying you don't have the right. We're talking about something else, man. So quit muddying the water with your BS. Y'all keep hiding behind this Second Amendment, man, when the Second Amendment needed to be changed. This old-ass piece of paper y'all got that y'all keep ramming down people's throats, it needs to be changed. You remember this the same old-ass piece of paper that said black people were three-fifths of a human being. You remember that? That's the same old-ass piece of paper that said women don't have the right to vote. Remember that? Remember? But you changed some of that stuff because you were sleeping with them. And they told you what you ain't going to do is keep sleeping with me and then you tell me I can't vote. Y'all tripping, man. And see, and then y'all don't understand, man, why somebody don't want to stand when the national anthem played, why people want to kneel. You don't understand, man, how people out here rioting and boycotting against violence, against people that look like them all the time. You don't understand it. You know why you don't understand it? Because it ain't happening to you. You know why you keep letting these guns be in sold? Because your kids ain't getting killed. It's other people's kids. But one day, because of this law, it's going to happen to somebody that's got the power to vote. And if your child, God forbid, something happens to your child, how you going to feel about them gun laws then? I bet you the woman who had that child that you laying down with going to talk to you about your next time you go up to Congress up on the hill to vote. It's a damn shame it's got to come to that. But that's the only way I see this thing changing. Because as long as it ain't happening to you, y'all really don't give a damn. So as far as I'm concerned, you and that Constitution, you and that Constitution, until you include all of us, read it to yourself. Quit expecting me to read it and honor it, because you don't. It's my closing remarks today. Everybody in Louisville, y'all keep your head up, man. Once again, we praying for you. I'm so tired of having to say that every two weeks on the damn For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.